0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, November 19, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. NVIDIA launched a WebRTC-based beta version of its GeForce Now cloud gaming service on mobile Safari, making the service available on iOS. DualShock 4 and Xbox One controllers will work with games as well as touch controls, although they won't be supported natively on certain games, and there's no support for playing with a mouse and keyboard. The company also said it plans to expand its desktop Chrome-based version of GeForce Now to work beyond just Chromebooks. YouTube updated its terms of service to now state that creators not in its partner program may see some ads on their videos, YouTube's partner program shares a portion of ad revenue with creators and requires an account to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time in the last 12 months to participate. Non-partnered channels will not receive any revenue from these newly displayed ads. The Verge confirmed that ads will not be run on non-partnered channels that focus on sensitive topics. The Washington Post sources say state and federal investigators are preparing to bring antitrust charges against Facebook, alleging that the acquisition of rivals Instagram and WhatsApp led to a social media market with few quality alternatives. The investigation has reportedly looked at how WhatsApp and Instagram changed since being acquired by Facebook, and if they've left users with worse services and fewer privacy protections. This includes looking at Facebook's pledge to regulators in 2014 that it would keep WhatsApp independent with strong privacy protections. The state and federal lawsuits have not been finalized, but are expected to be filed by early December, with nearly 40 states reportedly interested in signing on. Instagram updated its Threads messaging app, adding the ability to post content to Instagram stories, as well as revamping the navigation tab and adding a dedicated status section. This comes as Instagram has looked to broaden the use of Threads, which previously focused on messaging close friends groups. Last month, the apps started rolling out the ability to message all Instagram users in threads, which Instagram confirmed is now available globally. Apple reached a settlement with 34 U.S. state attorneys general over lawsuits about the company's practice of throttling iPhone performance as batteries degraded. The settlement has yet to be approved by a judge, but could be worth up to $113 million. Apple settled a class action lawsuit on the practice earlier this year for up to $500 million. Google launched a redesigned version of Google Pay for Android and iOS in the U.S. The app has three new tabs, Pay, Explore, and Insights. The Pay tab has the expected features like payment functions and transaction history. Explore will contain deals and discounts, and Insights lets you connect your bank account to get a searchable overview of your finances. You can also approve Pay to look through Gmail and Google Photos for receipts to integrate into Insights. Coming in 2021, Google will partner with banks to offer checking and savings accounts inside Google Pay in a new service called Plex. Google says it will not share transaction history with other parts of Google for targeting ads. Access to your data for search and analysis will use strong encryption. You can also opt into a three-month trial of transaction analysis that will end unless you respond yes to a prompt to continue it. Fitbit began rolling out Fitbit OS 5.1 to Sense and Versa 3 smartwatches, which brings Google Assistant support as well as the ability to view blood oxygen data without using a dedicated watch face. Fitbit already offered Amazon Voice Services support on the devices, and the update now adds support for audible responses from AVS through the watch's speaker rather than just on-screen text. Google announced it's completed the global rollout of rich communication services, or RCS, for all Android phones. Users with carriers still using SMS only can download the Google Messages app in the Play Store, enabling features like typing indicators, read receipts, higher-resolution photos and videos, and larger group conversations. Google also said it's testing end-to-end encryption in the latest beta of Google Messages to one-on-one conversations. Twitter product lead Kayvon Bakepore says the company is exploring adding a dislike button to the platform. However, he says the priority is now minimizing the spread of inauthentic behavior, better harassment reporting tools, and cracking down on misinformation. Twitter previously let users report tweets they didn't like, but other users didn't see a tally of dislike numbers. Amazon launched Echo Frame's smart glasses last year as part of its invitation-only Day 1 products. Based on feedback, Amazon announced it will launch an updated Echo Frame's device on December 10th for $249.99 to the general public. These updated frames include up to 40% better battery life with an auto-off feature for more energy savings, a VIP filter to prioritize notifications from apps and contacts, and an auto-volume feature that will adjust volume based on ambient sound. The new Echo frames come in Modern Tortoise, Horizon Blue, and Classic Black, and invited first-generation users will be able to upgrade to a new pair for $70. Not all of Amazon's day-one products were so lucky. The company also announced that its Echo Loop smart ring would be sunsetted, although Amazon will continue to support existing beta devices. RichTech, a subsidiary of the chipmaker maker MediaTek, agreed to acquire Intel's Empyrean line of power management controllers in a deal worth $85 million. The unit was acquired by Intel when it bought the FPGA maker Altera in 2015. Altera itself had bought Empyrean in 2013 for $140 million. Empyrean solutions have been used by Intel for power delivery to ASICs and FPGAs. And finally, Facebook's experimental NPE group released an app called Egg, described as a digital zine creator. This lets users create freeform mixed-media collages with standard shareable URLs. The sites look like a cross between GeoCities and Tumblr pages designed for your phone. Egg is available on iOS and iPadOS and uses Apple ID to create an account with no option for a Facebook sign-in.